hosts of Hogarth, it's Cape Crisis, the weekly comic book podcast on the Laser Time Network, hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. I never liked them being called Hori. Oh, sorry. Do it, say it again. By me, Henry Gilbert. And that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and this is the regular podcast where we talk about comic books and also the films about them, because this has just turned into a movie podcast at this point. No, this has been, hasn't. There's so much news. There's just been a lot of movie no, news. Hasn't. I read the new Southern Bastards. There. That's not but a movie. Wait. Yet. Who are you? I'm Christopher Antiste. And also, returning guest, we've missed him ever so much. We're so happy to have him back. Stack Remington. <laughs> So he removes his fedora at the door. <laughs> hey there, Brett Elston. Uh, hey. Welcome back. Hi. How long has it been? 13 episodes? Was I not here uh, since 100? Or I don't even remember. You're definitely on 100. I think there was one in between you were on. But, All right. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. That's, God, I hate when I steal riffs from Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> Me too. But I Me too. swear. Me too, buddy. I did that before... I swear I've done that before Scott Ackerman started. You know, it's that. almost like that was a top 40 song that was played everywhere for four years straight, and it was burned in everyone's brain. True. Uh, That's why it works. Maybe I should instead do it for, like, uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's instead. Do it. Like Miss Goldreichery. What would... No, no, the no. song. The song Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, and I said what about? Yeah, if somebody says, and I said... And I what said, about? Breakfast. Breakfast. Yeah. That'll be our original riff on that. And you can you can do it for I think I remember the film. Mm-hmm. You can do that too. I think I remember the film. <laughs> I think we both kind of liked it. How about, how about uh, for the life of me? I cannot remember. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's so many ways we can put it into our in our regular life. This is why we paid the big bucks. Fresh man. You know, Pete, by the way, Chris, I, several commenters have agreed with me mm-hmm. that there's more going on with Renee Zellweger's face than just letting it age properly. Like, Maybe, but I don't understand why she'd build her face to look like a different person. I have a feeling she just... That's what's just crazy about it. That her face is like... That she has like a face-off face. That she was just given a new <laughs> face. Like, not not an enhanced of her current... Or her old face that we know, but she just, better be playing a comic character. <laughs> that it's all just for a role. That she it's better for be like a yes. raging bull type. Dazzler's mom. <laughs> now get, getting fat and losing, or getting fat or losing a ton of weight is that's not mm. enough now for actors. They have to. Well, actually, only male actors get to get fat or lose weight. Like she, damn right we do. Like women have to put on an ugly nose, mm-hmm. or just like some elaborate makeup to be ugly enough to be important in a film. Anyway. Comic, comic books. books. You said you read Southern Bastards. I, yeah, I didn't. I'm I waiting was, for the trade on that. So. I was super, super, super depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I did. I did not expect the series to take that turn, and that's all I can say without spoiling anything. Big Sorry. old turn, and now it's just rebuilding. Oh, and uh, Landon sent me um, Batman Endgame. I don't know what's going on with Endgame. I don't. Know I don't know is. why uh, Green Lantern and Wonder Woman and the Flash want to kill Batman all of a sudden. Huh. Um, oh, it's it seems to. It seems to hint at the return of the Joker. Oh, wait. Is it like Elseworlds? I don't know. Yes, I like, have no idea. I just he, Landon gifted it to me, and I told him I'd read it, and I did. Well, that's very nice of Landon. And I did. Thank you, Landon. Earl bro, Landon. Uh, well, I've been reading some things, too. Recovering from a sickness. It helps to have comics. I read uh, the newest issue of Amazing Spider-Man, which ended the Spider-Man Miss Marvel team-up, which was really cool, the second part of that. I did read it that. It was a very light, like, those two issues together equal that. one issue of Marvel team-up. Like, it's very mm. light in that way. Mm. Except it does lay the pipe of the, um, 
it lays some Spider Verse pipe, but mm-hmm. it also lays the pipe of uh, if I may keep saying that. Are you in, uh, indoctrinated into Spider Verse yet, Elson? But it does read the, any of it. No. Uh, well, it does the Inhuman stuff too. Like, so I, I the stuff that's going on where basically the Inhumans in the Marvel universe are mutants now, right? Like, the it, the Terrigen Mist exploded right. and it's activating all these Inhumans. So there's stuff with that in right. it, like. And that the Inhumans are connected to the Kree, and it's just all—it's another one of those moments in the books where I'm like, "This is not a bad idea," but you—but I feel like this is this idea you went with because this ties into movies, and this could all work in the movie universe. Mm-hmm. You could do this with mutants, but you don't want to because mutants don't belong to you. Like, yeah, it's weird. You're not allowed. They're not allowed. Somebody <laughs> won't let them. The 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 biggest oh. casualty of all that stuff to me is. Like, because X Men are too big to mm-hmm. to just axe. Like, yeah. they'll they'll be there. It's just they'll be disconnected from things, and it's like fine. Well, whatever. actually, I think it means they're more connected because like this is a big. Mar- Let's have their big X Men crossover. Mm, have the Guardians there too. Like, we should have the t- trial of trial of Jean Grey. Well, all right, but let's have the Guardians of the Galaxy there. Well, I mean, like a year from now or whatever, their oh. their new vision or whatever, where it's like X Men and mutants seem to be less and less a part of yeah. the big events. Like the Battle of the Atom was an X Men event, not a Marvel event. Well, well, and on the Secret Wars covers are not the, the right. X Men. So I did, I did read. Uh, I can't access. I did somebody. Um, Axis A X I S. Which I cannot not read like six access when I see the logo. <laughs> yeah, it looks insane, uh, and that is very much. It's headed up by the X Men and joined by the Avengers. It's a the well, I mean, that's what I, Uncanny Avengers is. Mm-hmm. Like that is totally Uncanny Avengers is that co-opting of mm-hmm. mutants for the Avengers. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I just wonder how long that will go because they've been pretty clear about what they want. Yeah. Basically, my point was the saddest mm-hmm. part of all this is that whether it's the movies or the comics, like it just means that the Thing and Doctor Doom are not going to have big moments. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, whether it's the movies or whether it's the comics, it's just, like, the thing is too good of a character mm-hmm. to not have a book or an ongoing mm-hmm. adventure or something. It just seems like... And Doctor Doom and, and Doctor Magneto, Doom they're is, both. Like, Magneto, well, so that's the thing. X-Men are so big on their own, yeah. you can still have Uncanny and All-New, and, and they'll go. And Legacy. And but X- I do think, May, I mean, Doctor Doom's pretty big deal. He's no, in he Axis. Is. But, He's totally up in Axis. But I just wonder... How long that's going to be the case? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crummy. I wish I. It, it's something that makes me jealous of DC, where it's just like, well, they own every character, yeah. so and the rights to in, every single character, in so access, they can do whatever they want. Uh, big, big, big moments. Sorry, not not big moments, but big mm-hmm. dialogue is shared a lot between Loki and Doom, and it was the first time mm-hmm. in a while cool. I'd seen Doom. It'd be great to see on the. Big I screen. have I've absolutely not seen Loki elevated to like doomed level villain in a long time mm. um, and I also had but they are very much acknowledging oh doom you're the worst mm. you're the worst no, he of, gets to be the worst That's you're what, the worst it's all the villains coming together like yeah doom you're just the worst of what we have to have to offer well I think he's the only one they don't have to make a anti-hero on mm-hmm. some level mm-hmm. like because Loki's popular enough that yeah Loki mm-hmm. you know he's bad but maybe people like him too like that was what happened in um so when they compl- when they finally undid Scarlet Witch, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch's bullshit, and let her be a superhero again, the way they did that was they had to like they had to retcon a lot of stuff. One mm-hmm. of those being that like she had to be mind controlled by somebody when she didn't know more mutants. Mm-hmm. That can't have been her j- thing. And then so when the answer has to come, like 
well, who could mind control or who can we like pawn off this heat onto and make this guy the 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 one who can be that evil? Oh, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. 100%. Really? So like, he's yep. the one who made her whisper no more mutants. Well, he put her into the mental state that did that. Mm. Like that he is responsible for that. And he re- controlled her afterwards too. Cuz she is like that powerful. Like, mm. Then any hoozles. So yeah, the Southern Bastards really want to read that's more. I I did read um uh, Spider-Verse is getting interesting. Also, like, quick uh, news story. So, something... Somebody says they spoiled the ending for Spider-Verse already. Mm. Like, and now everybody is pissed off at Dan Slott again. And he was, like, sharing... He was sharing tweets at him of just... And of just the one... The most recent one I read was... is either in Portuguese or Spanish. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, but the, of just yeah. a guy saying something. And then at the end he goes... Cool, no, he says, I'll bathe in your blood. That's oh, what, God. That's that's what Dan Slut says. Is like, if if blank happens, I will bathe in Dan Slut's blood. And he's like, boy, you can tell I really piss people off if in foreign languages they're telling me they're going to bathe in my blood. I'm sure it sounds very nice in his native language. But, like, wait. Mm-hmm. Did well, Dan Slut reveal the ending? The no. no, no. Uh, so, uh, the story as it goes is that Humberto Ramos did mm-hmm. an interview... Or not an interview, but like something that was supposed to be off the record at yeah. a uh, at like at some south of the border event. I don't know where exactly, but at a con somewhere south of the border, he said something effective like, "Boy, people people were mad about Superior Spider-Man. They'll be mad about this too." When at the end of Spider Verse, a change happens to the status quo, mm-hmm. and but he said exactly what it was or right. this is what the quote is and the way Dan Slott has been fighting it like mm-hmm. he's not been saying no you're wrong he's saying a Wikipedia update is not the story a post on a message board is not the story the story is a story so if you're gonna get mad about something maybe wait to read it first yeah which I think is a lesson we could all learn well yeah you from. can't look at the the yeah, if you, you watch a trailer for, you, say, a video game and get angry, yeah, maybe, uh, and, and all that reactionary stuff where you get like that angry, it's like you can have a reaction. That's fine, and but it should it should spur you to either check in or check out. You'd be like, I'm not interested in that outcome, regardless of what it is. I'll just won't read it or give the money. It is funny. I, I, don't, I like, actually don't understand it at all. There were so many people that were hating on Slot. I want this story to go in a direction I want it to go yeah, to. I did you send it me it that letter, or did you send the death threat about what ha- is happening with the story first? Well, couldn't yeah. it be predictable? Mm-hmm. But it also that like Slot people don't let creators create, and when they don't create what they want, they get mad, and it's and like y- then I don't know what you want. And yeah, like Slot got so much hate for Superior Spider-Man, but it was the best-selling yeah, Marvel book every month. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was good. Every, it like, was good. It didn't need an event to be number one either. It was no. Like, it was just. It was a great. It was a good. It was. I, I won't even say great idea. It was like it was an idea that mm. they focused on and did for one year, and it was this tight, nice little year where, for a year, Doc Ock got to be Spider Man, and it was a great what if that actually carried weight and ramifications instead of this Elseworldsy thing that was like, well, this doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you can always tell yourself we all knew Peter was coming back, but that also gave him more weight too when you go like. Well, what is he going to fuck up in his life next that Peter has to deal with when yeah. he comes back? Like, but it's like, yeah, we also know wrestling has uh, predetermined outcomes. Can you not enjoy the performance and the journey? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, or yeah. we know, we know. I don't know. It's an excellent point. But I'm really enjoying Spider Verse and uh, the, yeah, the I lead should up probably to it. it. Is that an amazing or is it, it its, it's own book? It's, well, it'll have it has a bunch of side books, but as they've said it themselves, it, like. Um, you can just buy the six issues of Amazing Spider-Man, and you will have Spider-Verse. You okay. don't need the side books because I haven't bought any Amazing Spider-Man. Really? 
I bought number one and was I like, I love the uh-huh. first. Oh, yeah, I love those first six issues. They're so fun. Like, it's that's pretty neat to see to see Parker have to wallow in the damage that Octavius. But is he's about. having fun. He it's is. such a silly anti super superior Spider Man story. It is. Like, it's it's really fun. Like, wait, I'm the head of a mega corporation now. <laughs> oh, well, and weird. like the bad luck and mm. and also like there's just some really funny Jameson <clears throat> scenes. Mm. Just like here's yeah, Jameson. It no, it's worth it's worthwhile. They put it, them and, on sale more often. And and yeah, the, the four dollars. The, the second Edge of Spider Verse <clears throat> with the uh, Gwen Stacy Spider Man. Really neat. Spider Gwen, yeah. Spider Gwen. I don't which is now getting understand out. why hmm. after two months what every up? issue should be a dollar ninety nine. Go That's to what image, image go to do, image with that kind of anti capitalistic tomfoolery. But it's like it's like oh because I get the the, the the pinch that you're in, whether you're D C or Marvel, with like, oh, we work with retail stores, we work with mom and pop shops, we blah blah blah. I get it, but it's like mm, but like the people who are still interested in buying single issues mm. And want to read it as it happens. Like, you're not cutting into your Barnes & Noble and your trade sales, really. Because the people who are wanting it that fast... Like, I don't know if they were going to yeah, get the DC trade in the first place. The, DC cuts the price a lot sooner. But, like, when I walk into a comic shop and there's still physical issues of last month's issue... Mm-hmm. And the issue before that sitting there, it's because no mm-hmm. one wants them. Yeah. So, yeah. those being three ninety nine keeps the digital one three ninety nine for two more months. It's just like, yeah. why not just after 60 days... It's now one ninety nine. Like I'd buy way more. Yeah, and you probably I, wouldn't have to start canceling books after twelve issues. That if they too. Actually could, uh, That's what really brought me down is just the uh, the the rumors that She Hulk is uh, yeah. is ending when like the first collection just came out. Yeah. See the sales on that first. That's I, I bet there were a lot of people like me waiting to buy that that yeah. first trade. That's what sucks, and it's completely unfair. Those that those trade numbers were probably the make or break. Oh, given, I guess they the probably already had the pre-orders on it. Probably. But, uh, but, oh, also, one other crazy thing I read this week mm. was, so, the um, the best copy ever of Action Comics number one, yeah, yeah. the best version of Action Comics number one went on sale. Or, well, somebody sold it recently, but before they sold it, it got scanned. The The guy let them scan the entire thing. So you're not seeing. So this is, and and they released it for free. And so this is not a reproduction of Action Action Comics number one, mm. which you'll read like the DC makes. Like this is the page. This is the coloring that they did. Mm. And what you find out when you read it is that after 16 pages of Superman, there are then like 40 plus pages of garbage. <laughs> like that like that it it shows you what a revelation Superman was. Back in 1938. Yeah, you told me to read that. Because, like, everything it. after is, like, the, the second best story in it in, is it's the reason Zatanna the matters. Jack. No, it's Zatara, the, magi- the magician Zatara, like, mm. who is the father of Zatanna. Mm. Okay. They, they made her the legacy character for Zatara, who he's only famous because he's in action. Con- like, he's mentioned on the original Superman covers, like, also featuring Zatara. But... So then there's Zatara, and then it's like the Western, the detective, and it's like the most boring garbage, and some are in black and white, and some aren't, and you're like, they're so cheap, they couldn't even make a full color comic. I was was having a lovely discussion with some family members at a funeral recently, and they were talking... I was talking about, I I grew up, I know what I know now about Mad Magazine and Harvey Comics from going to this family member's beach house, and they had all these things for the 60s and 70s, and I just sit there and read... Everything and like, wow! You think those those issues have to be worth something? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. You think like eBay destroyed everything 
I guess it's available anywhere. All so, of comics yeah. worth, yeah. Like part of part of the money that made an old comic worth something was the travel and luck you needed in order to discover That's something, true. and that doesn't exist anymore. And I, I sort of have to wonder how much would scanning in an original issue have an impact mm. on a? Eh, it's still yeah, not, it's not for about action it's comics. Not about scanning one. it. It's no, like, I, I totally agree with you. But like, action comics number one is an it is a priceless item. Like yeah, it probably. Is, like it'll always be an artifact. Because any, anything on eBay, it's like you could scan. You can you can Amazing Marvel's Spi- probably reprinted those in Masterworks. Yeah, I get it. like I have Amazing Spider-Man number one, like five different ways. But like, it's not the same as getting no. Amazing Spider-Man. When a true one. Action Comics number one, there really are like four or five of them just in existence. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, like Amazing Fantasy fifteen, like there's more of them, but probably like I bet fewer than a hundred on Earth. Like wow. And those things can be destroyed, and then there's less of them. Like, and it it is a collectible in the most important way. Like, if you could go back, and these were things that sold in the millions. Like, people were buying yeah. millions of those copies, but nobody took care of them. Like, nobody and every took care once of them. They're probably burned in a schoolyard fire. Every once in a while, you'll read a news story. Uh, the number of people who probably folded them up in their back pocket. Oh yeah. God! Right as their stupid slingshots. Yeah, they were made to be destroyed. <laughs> they were disposable yeah. on newsprint. Like. Mm. There was a news story uh, not too long ago of like some woman who was just like had the magic thing that you think will happen when you go through a dead relative stuff of just like here's a copy of Action Comic Comics number one in a bag like perfectly taken care of that they didn't tell anybody about like wow. that they didn't even know they had and they sold it for like seven hundred thousand dollars Jesus Christ anyway Brett what have you been reading uh, well I've been reading the new She Hulk I've kept up with that it's mm-hmm. still really good mm. i hope i thought it was canceled i or is it just i think it, it was heard it, i think certain. it was certainly canceled uh the last it, well it's never never too late mm. maybe the reaction will yeah. save it i really liked it a lot like it was mm. it reminded me a little of slots run a decade mm. ago but um uh, i don't know it had it had an extra twist on it and well it's more lawyery right yeah, yeah. a little more that's what I the un, uh, she's facing I, off with Murdoch right now. Yeah, like the, a, yeah. the AV Club had an amazing write up about it, which also like doubled with doubled as a please don't cancel this Marvel look. We're saying how awesome it is. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I, I've been reading that and I thought that was good. And then I also hmm. the thing that kind of was in my uh, the thought process for the last few weeks was I finally finished ooh, cover to cover that uh, gigantic thousand page Infinity you Gauntlet. Did? Uh, Omnibus. That's how you reread it. How can you read the all those tie-in issues? Well, that's the thing. Is I did, and in so doing, I need to go check sequential fart because you should have had plenty. of No, because that's too late. At that point, they knew what they were doing. Mm. Most of the best sequential fart stuff comes from the sixties and seventies. A little bit of eighties, but we'll just see about that. Um, but yeah, it was it was just cool because. I so many of those tie-in issues. Well, for one, it has like the key ingredients, which is the Thanos quest, mm-hmm. and then the Infinity Gauntlet itself. But what it, it and the Silver Surfer issue. So it, that's that's really what it did. Is it helped crystallize why this why it's so good and why if you want to be what what should I read? And I posted on Laser Time the the suggested cosmic, cosmic reading, reading guide, and it's like and in that I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's going to tell you start with this thing mm. Annihilation or Guardians or whatever and read blah 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 and it's like that's true that's a very good way to get caught up with a lot of stuff but frankly that's all right now but where this is all going is mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet that's where they're yeah. going and if you all you need to read is those six issues that's like the, that like that's the TLDR like just read those six 
if you want a little more, read the Thanos quest uh, before that. And there's a trade that's quest and Infinity Gauntlet. So, yep. or there's a trade that is Infinity Gauntlet, and there's a trade that's quest with a couple of tie-in things. With, with mostly the Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading a sequential fart now and yeah. getting to the Hulk. There's no Hulkamaniacs here. God, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> sequential fart, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but um. It just shows that, like, this slow build that, like, Thanos was amassing this power through, like, in the background of these Silver Surfer issues. Mm -hmm. And then that was all after he had done the quest stuff to get the gems. And so by the time Infinity Gauntlet number one starts, you're already with this sense of, like, this has been building for months. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of already won in issue one. Like, it doesn't. Thanos has been gone for, like, a decade by that point. Like, him coming back's a big deal. So you get this real sense of, like, this was a big big deal, and this explains why, how I went from not really knowing anything about comics Mm -hmm. to... Getting a trading card set in 1990, that first set that had the hologram cards and superheroes, supervillains, famous battles, team pictures, all this stuff that just showed me, like, wow, there's this, there's a whole thing here. And that's what I, that, that, those cards got me more into the comics than anything else without even really reading any comics. In a pre-Wikipedia age, those pre-internet, were... Pre-internet, pre... Yeah, <laughs> th- those were indispensable. Those yeah, cards. that's how you learned about other things. Otherwise, you'd have to go find an issue with Electro in it to know who what Electro is. Or talk to your local comic shop owner. So... But then it was like the next summer, 91, Infinity Gauntlet was happening. And 91 had its own set of cards. That was volume two. And that really cemented my love for all this stuff. But so the first half of that book is all like kind of putting in why it was so good. It was like it was it was there was a legitimate build up to it. Like Mm. and it and and it's I don't know. it, It really felt like there's still the Marvel Universe is doing its own thing like. There's not hints in Captain America comics. There's not hints in Thor. There's not, yeah. and, and and there's not just some number one where the the inciting incident happens in number one, and then everyone has to react to it. It's Thanos, it wasn't planned. Like, in the it, back, it wasn't yeah. planned to the degree that sure. things are planned. Yeah, now, way. yeah, yeah, and now there was this this sense of like, here's this villain doing this weird stuff in the background, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, by the time people realize what's going on, it is too late, and that's why. So when they actually start fighting him and Adam Warlock comes back and starts amassing these heroes, you're like, there's a real sense of like, and I've read that story a hundred times. <laughs> and reading it again in the omnibus was like, by the time you get there, you're like, you've already read like oh, 200 pages of comics or something by the time yes. you get to the actual gauntlet. And you're like, wow, this really, this really is such a good, like he's at his meanest and mm-hmm. most cruel and most villainous in that series. But then after that, it has all the tie-in issues. And what the tie-in issues do, and... A lot of them are kind of so. There's only probably great. There's only like one dud, and it's Sleepwalker, which I'd skim through. And like this is not relevant. Uh-huh. But like it has all the post stuff with Silver Surfer. It has those post stuff. Um, the, my favorites though were Doctor Strange comics. I never met, read much Doctor Strange. I was say when you're saying, that's the my only introduction to Doctor Strange is in other books. I don't, I've <laughs> yeah. never read Doctor Strange, and it also you know re, uh, instilled in me how crucial he is to Infinity Gauntlet, mm. which is when we'll talk about the movies. I'm sure in the next segment, uh, yes. I have a lot of thoughts on that now because of rereading this stuff. But one of the things I realized was a lot of the characters that quote unquote died in that issue four. Mm-hmm. There's an issue. There's a couple issues of Doctor Strange that take place as that battle is happening. And it's back on Earth with Strange, Clea, and maybe Rintra, the Minotaur dude. Like, I don't, oh, think, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's involved. But, like, they're all, like, trying to keep the spell that they've got going to let them all be able to fight. And it's, like, and, like, all these people you think die 
either don't or do, and then they bring them back in the issue, and it shows like when Thor gets oh, shattered as glass. Wow. There's oh, a whole expl- wow. there's a whole issue where I was able to pull the shards back. We just have these shards. How do we turn him back into a human being? And they're like, well, we're gonna need some serious magic for this shit. And there's this whole issue of them trying. It might be a two-parter. That's wow. them trying to reassemble Thor's fucking glass pieces. Mm. That's and then, great. And then there's the uh, when he t- when Cyclops and uh, Scarlet Witch are like shooting Thanos at the same time. He puts a glass cube around Cyclops' head and he suffocates him. Yeah. And he turns around to Wanda, and there's just this creepy like red blob, and you think that's her being killed. Yeah. And what's actually happening is that's a spell that that Strange is casting because he's like. She has to come back because we need her magic to save Thor. Oh, that's so cool. So he actually like, pulls her out of the fight, and she the, doesn't die. So they're writing the story around that. Yeah. those pay. That's really cool. And then also, like, Hulk gets shrank. Hulk's kind of lame because you never see him die in a panel. It's just all yeah. of a sudden he's not there. And it made me realize, like, oh, yeah, you never see really what happens to Hulk. And what happens was he got shrank. What? And there's that panel where Thanos is huge and, Th- and Hulk's yeah. like, and I just thought Thanos grew. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And oh, apparently that's the, Hulk shrinks, being shrinked. So he shrinks Drax and Hulk at the same time. That's I guess. what it, wow. So he shrinks Hulk and sh- just sends Hulk back to Earth. So Hulk is this tiny dude, now he's stuck in a sewer. <laughs> so that one's kind of lame, but it's still like, okay, I guess. That's awesome. I still yeah, never I knew that. that. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it was this great, like I was having so much fun reading these things. So, like, so that's what happened. And, and, and it's all... It all helps. So then in Infinity Gauntlet 6, when he comes back with... Oh, and he finds Doom, too. They find Doctor Doom. And you never really find out what happened to Doom, either. So that's how it works in 6 when they come back. Like, here, look, it's all of us here. Like, how did this Defenders group come together? Yeah, it's like, how did you get Fire Lord, Drax? Like, where did you get these people? And it's like, that explains how all those people came back. And you're like... So as a fan of Gauntlet and knowing it front to back, I was like, this Mm -hmm. was totally worth... The insane cover price for this. Well, thing. it was yeah. insane, was it not? It's probably like a hundred bucks, uh, but over, it is over a thousand pages. It mm. is well, and it gives you a real sense of like what was it like then? Like, yeah, nineteen ninety one, and it was like an if event. You could afford every comic in ninety one, which none of us could, right? But no, if I, it was I'll, just like to go into the shop and sure, say, "Here's sure. all the books mm. on," the and shelf. it felt, and, and it's true. Marvel does this to death now, where you're like, "Oh God, all these tie-in books," and it's like it's true because like mm. even Civil War, it was like, "Here's the main issue." There was a lead-up to Civil War. There were seeds planted, and they did it. And I actually thought Civil War, in the grand scheme of things, was done fairly well. Oh, very well. It's the best of its type, I'd say, at least in the modern era. And they had really good trade dress for every book. This is the Civil War book. That was cool. I did like like this. It only looks like this. But it it was the thing where, like, when there was a crossover, uh, aside from that Sleepwalker crossover, which I... Frankly, it was the most so not well, even the Spider-Man one's kind of disposable. It's a nice little story. Oh yeah, that's in there too. Yeah, it is just like it's all a dream. It could be the is the story of Spider-Man's crossover in, in Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, I didn't take it as a dream. No, I, but I mean, it works the same. It's sure, like oh, Spider-Man sure. dies, but then he's not dead, and yeah. he saves the day. Like, yeah, eh. it's a, it's a cute little morality tale. But. Yeah, it's fine. But I don't know. Just as a if you if you're still like oh, because now that Infinity War is announced, which Again, is another one of those fun like uh, 
Renaming, I'd say. Renaming, because there is an Infinity War series, mm-hmm. and it's not very good. Don't read it. It's not the worst. It's not the worst, but it is like... It's, we've talked about it before. Yeah, it's Starlin writing everyone to... Adam Warlock is the smartest. Starlin and, still... You can still see it in Infinity Gauntlet that he's like, sure. the characters I respect the most are the ones I made. For sure. Warlock and, and Thanos. Absolutely. But in War, everyone is a moron except for Thanos... Uh, Warlock and Magus. Uh, Magus, yeah, yep. and that's certainly true. So, but that's why, like, the Age of Ultron movie has nothing to do with Age of Ultron, the comic, mm-hmm. and Infinity War is not going to, presumably, not going to be about Adam Warlock's evil side yeah. getting. This like, is old news to you, Brett. But uh, what was uh, a brief thoughts on the Age of Ultron trailer you like to share with our listeners? Uh, <laughs> I only watched it once or twice. I know, you had, I know you had some lip notes. I just don't like fucking <laughs> robot lips and fucking robot eyebrows. It bothers the piss out of me. Like I, 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 must how, be some, how are we supposed to know when a robot be, is being sarcastic? God. It must be some test where they're like, we've been told look, they want I'm, expressiveness. Look, like, I'm sh- like, and it's one of those things where, look, we all saw Spider-Man 1... <laughs> And yeah. it was Power Rangers because that mask didn't move, and William Defoe is like gesturing like a putty or Goldar, <laughs> and it's just like it's pretty. And I agree, yes. I agree, it's difficult. But the difference for me is that this is a robot, and that face is like <laughs> one of the most iconic faces Marvel has. Yeah, so I mean, trying just, to spin a bright set in it, like we don't know that Ultron was never moving his mouth. Mm. No, <laughs> it's a, it's a. I told Chris that's bullshit because it's an adamantium I, face; it doesn't move. Yeah. Like, but but it's like, and I, at the end of the day, I get it. I understand that um, they probably did do some tests and were like, this is just weird. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Fucking whatever. I just hate that there is a... There's some focus group somewhere that in 2006, when they were shooting Transformers, was yeah. like, how do I know when lips? this robot's sad? And it's I... <laughs> like, give him, give him lips, give him eyebrows, and then that just Bay Bayformers derailed robots forever. And now they all have to have eyeballs and mouths and eyebrows. And... I theorized with the Ninja Turtles redesign that it was they probably ended up see, receiving pitches from uh, visual effects houses. Mm. And if you're a visual effects artist, you have to imagine I have to design a robot with a mask. No, we have different plans. Mm. Here's what we envision Ultron looking like. Well, so look, Optimus Prime only had... His mouth was covered so they wouldn't have to animate a mouth. Like, that's, that's yeah, intrinsic yeah. in his design. But it's still an iconic design. Like, well, I don't care. Like, functionally, it's so they didn't have to draw a lips moving. Right, I realize in the cartoons, a lot of the Transformers have lips. Yeah. But again, it's an, it's an animation. Wolverine in a bright yellow costume mm-hmm. with the big, the big like, whatever, points on his mat. Like, that works great on a page. Mm-hmm. It will not work. And a human being in that suit in a movie. It just won't work. Yeah. So that's fine. Like, I get that in a... You, you put Ultron's face in there, it'll be it'll be bad. So sure I get it. Face at some and that's the other thing, like is I'm that. sure there'll be some Model 1 where he comes out and it's basically that face or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. All right. Shrews. That was my main, like, thought of... And like, as you requested, per comparison, I say we close out with the actual Pinocchio No Strings on Me song. All right, let's do that. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we're going to finally talk about the big old movie news, plus a superhero spotlight, and your answers to last week's question of the week. Hey, 
everybody, welcome to the break for episode 115 of Cape Crisis, the comic podcast you all love. And hey, just wanted again to thank all of y'all for, uh, if you gave in the commentary pack bundle thing, thank you very much for, for showing your support. But if you want to keep showing your support for the Laser Time Network and Cape Crisis, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Go to lasertimepodcast.com, there's a PayPal button, you can just click on there, consider it a tip. Always helps us out. Or there's an Amazon, a bunch of Amazon links on the right side of the screen. If it's time for you to be doing your Christmas shopping, buy that stuff through Amazon, through our links, and you'll get uh, a little bit of money will come our way from your purchase. It's really, really helpful. All right. Uh, and also, you know, be sure to review this on iTunes if you haven't yet. Give it a, give it a rating. It really helps things out. I really would really appreciate like if you just want to do something that is completely free to help us out that would do it so please please do that okay and now it's time for the hanks corner pick of the week well you know with all this talk of it uh i think i'm gonna dig a little deeper for a dr strange pick uh that is a great one to read it is dr strange uh, man i can't remember the name of it honestly but it was very recent miniseries about Doctor Strange written by Mark Wade. It was really, really great. Okay, and it's The Doctor is Out, written by Mark Wade with art by Emma Rios. It's, it's sad that it it's really the start of a great series, but it never got to be a long-range series. It was just a miniseries, but it was an awesome one. It was a very down-to-earth story about Doctor Strange. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. It's a great current modern-day introduction to that awesome character. And I hope they integrate some of that into the film. All right, and now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! A dinosaur story. Um, hey, <laughs> using any of my my sound effects there. A dinosaur story. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So before we wade into Marvel Land, I didn't want to talk about a thing that just got announced, or not just like 18 hours ago as of this recording. Really? Uh, the next big DC crossover mega event is this thing called Convergence, hmm. which is. Uh, introduces a new villain named Telos, who is like the son of Brainiac or something. He's sort of created by Brainiac. Brainiac and Telos are the main villains. But it brings together... It's it's a multiversal crossover that brings together all of their multiverses into one, including pre-52 DC. Oh, wow. As in, so it's the return of the pre-52. What? But... The biggest deal is, uh, so yeah, it uh, as as the USA Today calls so it. there's a multiverse again? There's been one. There, there, there was an Earth oh, 2 book, remember? Okay. Uh, like, no. But, uh, but uh, okay. I, for 2015's I big... Green Lantern. For 2015's annual big event, DC Comics is mashing up stories and characters from 80 years of comic book history while also introducing a big bad villain. Ooh! As USA Today I calls it. I hope it's Doomsday. So, here's the, so this is the craziest thing about it. So it's Convergence. There will be a zero issue on April 1st. And for a- and for April and May, there will be no other DC comics. There will be a 40, 40 wait a spill into forty two part miniseries. That's not that number no longer qualifies a miniseries. Sense. Like 
So two issues. Forty-two. So, Arrested Development is a thirty-eight-part miniseries. So yeah, there'll be forty <laughs> issues each month that are con- that are convergence, while every other book takes a break, and so wow. you'll only read convergence. And Ooh, boy. it captures the full essence and scope of DC's incredible history and storytelling, says co-publisher Dan DiDio. This is there is a story and a character for every generation of DC Comics fans. So yeah, it. But man, that's forty good issues. Forty, that's, but that, that nothing else will be available during that time period. There won't be new fifty-two books. That's like, an interesting push. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's definitely interesting. It's just like if I was a DC reader, I'd be kind of irritated. I think so, and I'm that, thinking of that, that as someone who's like been trying to catch up on DC for a while. And if I didn't have, but see, this is this is like and the again, burden this, of seventeen Batman's being released. Right, every and week. this is on me again for not keeping up and enjoying each. <clears throat> cycle but like again it's like this is another convergence suggests yeah. like a flattening of, of multiverse again yeah, I wonder if it would just restart they'll be like we're restarting new 52 again this but is like, the newest 52 it just seems what? like another big uh... well, when you cancel every book like what happens when you reboot it like, or what happens when you resume do they at least restart with number one for every book because they're like yeah, everything's 40 now I, I just would love to shake my own mental bias uh, <laughs> like because every time I hear yeah. a new DC event that's what I think is happening it's like it's either crisis or something undoing a crisis. It's well, like because this will mark it'll happen in 2015 and it'll be almost four years since the last one, and that's just enough to get like the bloom off the rose, as they say. <laughs> um, but then the other thing that's making me slightly suspect of it is just that the writers involved in it, uh-huh. like so the main it, the main writer of uh, the plot is a man named Jeff King, who. His only real job beforehand has been an executive producer and head writer of Stargate SG-1, Continuum, and White Collar on USA. Like, is mm. it not a comic writer? And a man it, named Initials JK putting <gasps> out an... Uh, on April 1st? On April 1st. Whoa! Uh, wait, I, there's got to be a super... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I get it. Hmm. Maybe it is, is it J.K. Simmons? Uh, but then Jan, but then Dan Jurgens and Scott Lode Bell are writing oh, yeah, the other yeah. stuff. But that's like this is just two of the '90s warm over warmed over leftovers that like I'm, I don't like reading in DC. Like mm. I don't know. It's uh, I did not hear about this. I hate to be a hater. I'm not. The, I'm not hating. I'm going to go on record for that because I know all of you below are going to say DC. You're a Marvel fanboy. Hour doesn't like a DC thing. Well, I mean, I didn't like. Uh, any of the events Marvel's done for several years either. Ultron, you was a hater. I mm-hmm. Gar- rightfully so. I'm Titanic ready. garbage hated it, and then also didn't like Original Sin, and didn't like. Any- I held up the last panel of Death of Wolverine so the other uh, hosts could laugh at it. I don't know. How uh, it was laughable. I never did read it. I, I haven't I, seen the panel. So wait, you want me to show you the panel? Yeah, I'll I do want to see this. Uh, uh, and then exclusively dead, by the way. And there was yeah, also, for <laughs> two years. I'll give it two years. Uh, and there was also a uh, in the news. Was a, a a Marvel Attack on Titan yeah. crossover thing? Whatever that is, I'm in. Which yeah, there's not many more details on it, but so it's gotta I, be Galactus. I know it's the real deal because CB Sabolsky was just talking about he's he's a he's an editor at Marvel and he's a lot of his work is dealing with international talent and mm. he I was reading his tweets I follow him and he tweeted like just coming back from Japan with something crazy I can't wait to tell you guys about and so. That is pretty awesome. Like to see, 
to see Marvel getting on the zeitgeist of a popular yeah. manga series instead yeah, a year of just after, like a year after it was big. <laughs> I'm used to them getting into it five years. Yeah. After. Like or or somebody in Japan going like, yeah, we don't care. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a niche somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a niche here and then. All right, but let's get into the real news, folks. What's that, Hank? Uh, wait, I wanted to say, is the new Batgirl any good? Because I love the new costume. I heard, I do I, like I hear that nothing costume. but good things. I, I have actually heard good things, too. I, I will. I will mm. make it my business to go read that. Attaboy. Uh, all right, but uh, so the big news. The Marvel Live event that happened Jesus not 12 Christ. hours after we recorded... Last we're week's fucking curse, and it's like no point in recording the show on a Monday. So anymore. this, so I feel like we're gonna get fucked again. I, I didn't know. even know this was happening. Me and neither. I, I did. went to work, had a normal morning, was like kind of busy in a couple of meetings. Went to lunch, was Taco Bell. Was like I'm gonna treat myself. Yeah. The morning was really busy. Eat lunch in my car, listen to some NPR, just calm down, and then like look at my phone. Like one app reply. Oh man, uh, what's this reply? Oh man, Brett must be freaking out somewhere, and I'm like, why? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Shut my phone off. Finish eating. Look at my timeline, and I'm just like, what? And then yeah. go through the mm-hmm. timeline backwards, you know, because it's reverse we chronological all went order. Crazy on and like, I, yeah. as I'm going back, I'm like, I experienced them all being announced just through Twitter backwards, and <laughs> it's, so it started with a picture of Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet, and I'm just like in the car, like, what? What? <laughs> and well, all right, well, let's start from the yeah, top. Right. Hold on, let's start with the. Death of Wolverine, last panel. <laughs> See, everybody gets a nice laugh out of it. And uh, oh, and did uh, Boxing Marco replied like, "I don't know. I thought the Death of Wolverine was pretty metal." <laughs> That's a great way to put it. All right, so what? Starting. Oh, on the other hand, I would like to express my story on that because right. I did know the Marvel event was happening. I got to flex an old game journalology muscle back in the day before um, before everybody live streamed their event, which Marvel didn't. They would announce things and live blog it, and I put all that information up immediately. I, I haven't done that. In, what was the last time you did that? Nah, it's been a while. Making a yeah, <laughs> and it did really well. Thanks everybody for letting that article so uh, did do real well. How does this happen? He's losing his powers and blah blah blah. Right, a new killable or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, but all right. So anyway. the news from the event last week started uh-huh. with. Like, there were some expected things there, but it just kept going. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, you can't announce another... What? Another thing? Yeah. And so, you know, it started with Captain America Civil War, which that had kind of leaked the week before. Like, just that they I had, love that people reporting up to the minute, they said Serpent Society first. And that showed, was the joke. That was the joke. But, like, there are certain headlines out there, you know, when, like, a website can't erase their URL slug. Captain America, Serpent <laughs> You just see it. It's yeah. there forever. But it's Civil War with Robert Downey Jr. in it, so it is the Civil War. It seems to be uh, their version. I didn't version. know he was in it. Yeah, they've signed him for it, oh, so... Wow. It's Cap versus Iron Man, which seems War. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, and so then from there you've got Doctor Strange. All right, so Cap and Civil War, that comes out May 6, 2016. This is everything after Ant-Man, which Man. I have read that officially Ant-Man is the close of Phase 2. It is oh, not okay. a Phase 3 film. I was wondering about Ant-Man because I was like, you know what? Nobody said shit about that movie mm-hmm. ever. They've been filming it, and they said so shit about it at Comic-Con. Uh, how much? And what, I mean, they like, were on stage. Right, but like, there's an astonishing... Like, 
They just announced movies up to 2019. That was crazy. This is a movie that's less than a year no, they away. Released, they released yeah. a trailer for a movie coming out in 2019. All right. But that so, seems insane. So, it's just like, the, I don't know. I was, I was, part of me was preparing for that movie to be canceled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, May 6, 2016, with the Russo brothers. Like, they're that's back pretty, as directors. Pretty great. Civil War, Cap versus Iron Man. Crazy. That will be 10 years uh, to the month, almost, wow. of when the no, comic when, came out. And it, it'll be spinning wow. out of whatever happens in Age of Ultron. So oh, wait, like, what, man, is, what is happening in, in the Marvel comic universe? They keep releasing, There's like... this thing called Secret Wars, yeah. which is going on, which is, like... It seems to be a giant mega crossover. So they're doing all these, like, retro flashbacky or... Yeah, to Civil World War things. to... Civil War. They're Band. doing one called X-Men 92 that got announced to, today, wow. which is just, like, it is what it is. Like, hey, this is what an X-Men comic was like in 92. Like, mm-hmm. But they're one-offs. Awesome. And they feel like one-offs. They haven't said exactly, mm-hmm. but they've just been, Sorry, like, enigmatic teases. All right, so then you got November 4th, 2016, Doctor Strange. Uh, Another expected one, uh, no casting news. I bet you it's going to be Benedict. Uh, but then Scott Derrickson is the director who's only direct, like he's directed horror films, Sinister, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's the type of low cost but quality sure. director mm-hmm. they enjoy. It's interesting. Uh, so my pr- prediction for this movie, for Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, mm-hmm. because the next movie is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. 2. Mm-hmm. So. After reading those follow-up issues and Doctor and the Infinity Gauntlet thing, it just reaffirmed how important he was to that story, and how not that they necessarily have to stick to that stuff because we're getting Ultron without Pym, so mm-hmm. they're not afraid to just change. But he is an ensemble cast member. Yeah, he is world. somehow the next movie that comes out that is not somehow Ultron's going to miss him by two months, which well, is well, it'd be weird. easy for Strange to appear in any of the next movies sure. we talk about. But real quick, so I think what will happen here is, because they're still getting the gems, that mm-hmm. still has to happen, mm-hmm. and Guardians 1 was about a gem, and of course, and Guardians 2, like, it just, it'll be hard to have the same plot again, to go after a gem again, mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, it's gotta be in the mix somewhere. I would guess his dad is gonna be part well, of it, they, and if, so, the, if the one theory I, is that his dad is Adam Warlock, is Warlock. So here's what I think, here's my the, prediction. they've already run afoul of Thanos, they don't need to be on a gem, a gem quest well, to they be do. involved in th- with Thanos, they need. Well, it's more like they, if they know he's gonna get one, mm-hmm. they need to stop him from getting one. Yes. So what I'm wondering is, Warlock and the Soul Gem are intertwined. Mm-hmm. Warlock lives in the Soul Gem. He's more, yep. or, he more or less, in a way, is the Soul Gem oh, in a, in a so roundabout way. If they find way. the Soul Gem, then they find his dad. So yeah. I'm thinking the Strange movie because it will be parallel dimensions. You know, crazy wackadoodle stuff. It's mm-hmm. like Mephisto was a big part of Infinity Gauntlet. He's a perfect villain for Doctor Strange movie. It's Mephisto. It's the Soul Gem. He's the devil after souls. Blah, blah, blah. They find the Soul Gem, and that movie either ends with them finding a radiant, glowing, golden man, as as described in Guardians 1, or... It's his cocoon, and the collector gets it, and it shows oh, yeah. how the collector gets they it. They find, oh man, Dormammu or Mephisto could sure. be in the Strange movie. Sure. When they find the Soul Gem, what if at the end, then Adam Warlock pops out of it, and then immediately, like Chris Pratt shows up, he's like, "Hey, get away from that guy!" And then, like, boom, end, and then sure. it goes straight yeah. into the next movie, which right. is Guardians Two. And Guardians Two seems like you're getting close enough to Infinity stuff that Warlock probably needs to show up, and they, mm. it's the second movie they got to bring in who his dad is. All right, so. so then the next one is Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which has a moved-up release date of 5-15-17. 5-5-17, so May 5th, 2017. This is marking out 
Like, when you turn 40, you know what movie you're going to be seeing. <laughs> like, well, not 40. We won't be 40 yet. Close just enough. We'll be close. We'll be close to 40 by, by the, the time, time this is all wrapped up. I'll be... Uh, no, I'll be 38. Yeah, I'll we'll be turn, nearing it. Turn 39 no, later that year. The sequel, the part two, you will be... It's 2019. I'll be 38. Oh. All right, so... <laughs> Summer, yes. Thor, Ragnarok, which I didn't expect a, th- the Thor, a third Thor this soon. I don't know. I, I just... I, Thor 2 made a lot of money. Yeah, it really did. Really Thor is the, is the only uh, movie series I've only seen both movies once. Mm-hmm. Period. And uh, everything else I've revisited on a number of occasions. I, and I don't, I don't think that's... And they because say, of the quality of the film, they but, say it uh, takes place immediately after Avengers. That's two. right; it takes yeah. place immediately after. Which Avengers then, uh, good old Idris Elba like did a big old leak and says that him and, and Loki, Loki are and... in Age of Ultron. Idris oh, Elba, wow. by the way, sounds like he hates. He doesn't Marvel give a job. fuck. He's like, fuck this. You he didn't said, cast me as Black Panther. I'm out of here. He said, "I'm like, wait, I have to do reshoots for this." fucking guy with his dumb wig and mm-hmm. yeah you have to be on a harness on a green screen and then he's just like the, the best quote out of his like I was Nelson Mandela two days ago <laughs> he is too good for it but man if he could just if he could just put on the Stringer Bell act to be Dude. Luke Cage he would yeah. be fucking awesome they have Luke Cage cast don't they no they no? do not no, he's they, too big for I mean he's not too big to be in it well he's in the it. Netflix he is a Netflix guy yeah but I mean he's Idris is not too big for Netflix. No, he's, he's not, not too big, big for Netflix, for an, Netflix but I, I do agree him being Heimdall is like, it's a waste because there could have been, he's such a good actor. Yeah, they underestimated yeah, how yeah, yeah, much yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. be worth it. Yeah, like, definitely. I think they need, I, I'm betting they're thinking of that in the future, just like, before we cast a good actor in a bit part, yeah. are we sure that in five years we won't want to cast him in a better role? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all right, but so then came the first of two big surprises. I really, well, I expected Phase Three was going to be Sequel Town. Well, real quick on Ragnarok though. All right, Ragnarok. so Ragnarok, uh, as you all know, is deal. the end of the Norse gods. But it's the battle where they all go they to fight Suter. They fight. Is it Surtur? Surtur. And then right. uh, is that like is that the myth too? Like, yeah, that's, that's oh, myth really. Too. So there was a. This was ten years ago. Also, was Thor Ragnarok? Uh, oh, there was. Yeah. So the Thor shit I read that made me go, wow, okay, I really love Thor, was this series called, was a, uh, it was Mighty Thor. It was called Spiral. It's in the future. It's a, it, it's sort of an alternate future, but it's one where Thor ends up ruling the world and basically becomes a villain and the people have to team up to stop him. Um, but then it comes back and that timeline is, is undone. But that story was so cool. I was like, I'll keep reading Thor. And that goes into, I think it was Gods and Men. Mm-hmm. And then the next story was Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And, then, and it was the end. And it was the end. And Thor was dead for two or three or four years. Four years. Yeah. He was dead all through Civil War. It was a really long extension of it because they were waiting for Neil Gaiman to get free to write it. And sure. he never did. He never did. And, yeah. and so then when Thor came back, uh, Straczynski had a really good kickoff. And then it kind of went nowhere. But like yeah, when he came back, it was really good. But you know, it had animosity with Thor or with Iron Man because Iron Man made a clone during Civil mm-hmm. War because we need a Thor and all oh, that. Shit! What did he? He said something so cold to him. Uh, yeah, it I was Thor. Remember. Thor three. I remember is where he meets Iron Man and realizes what's happened and is like, "What the? Yeah, fuck? he's like, he's like you, you disappoint me." Or it was like a parent thing of just like, well, he says like, "You disappoint me," and he also is like, he taps him with his he taps his <laughs> armor with his with his mm-hmm. hammer. And he's like, "I could." kill you if I wanted to Iron Man but I don't care 
Yeah. Or uh, you're not worth murdering. Like. But yeah, so that, that Ragnarok story is like it's him and Loki and it's all of them at the end and all the gods die. So it's like if you're interested in kind of where that might go. Mm-hmm. Might, yeah. Might. I don't know that it will because that's, that's... There have uh, been other Ragnarok stories in Thor. Probably. Like, like yeah. Walt Simonson, for example, did a really good one. Oh, but, when was that one? The 80s. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, big surprise, this probably happens mm-hmm. more than once because well, how can you... How, yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure if you write Thor, that's your Joker story or your Doctor yeah. Doom story where yeah. you're like, I want to write Ragnarok. Everybody wants the to write The one written Ragnarok. by the ancient Greeks. Yeah. No, this is the real Ragnarok right. this time. But he was dead for four years. And mm-hmm. it did it, it like that's one of the longest legit deaths. And they didn't like have him show up. It was like, no, they're gone. It, and, and it reinvigorated him. Is It is what excites me for the end of the Fantastic Four that just it could. When uh, they come back, they'll matter more. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, and they said Thor Ragnarok will be like one of the most important movies because it will have a huge status quo change. I, will they get rid of Hemsworth? Will he not That's be the thing. Is I wonder if, if they get rid of Loki and or... Thor. I think they'd lose Hemsworth before Loki. Well, but, that's what I think. Isn't his contract up? Like, I, I think, think he's, he's like... The story is that he's one of the most unhappy. Yeah, he's actors. not happy like, with it. Yeah. He's the most underpaid. Even though, like, he, man, he has to do the most work. Yeah, he's, he has, he has to, to do the be most in, work. And he's in getting, peak human condition all the time. And he's, like, he was originally being paid scale. Like, <laughs> actor scale to be Thor in the biggest money-making movies in the universe. Yeah. So is, I hope he got a raise or something. All right, yeah. so then... Then, November yeah. 3rd, 2017, big shock, Black Panther. That's, that's awesome. Black, Black Panther. Panther. Uh, T'Challa, mm-hmm. King Wakanda, T'Challa, Vibranium. Wakanda, all that stuff. Teased at the end of Age of Ultron, and then they already have him cast. That's cool. Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. who was at the event and like was on stage with RDJ and Chris Evans. And just like, yeah, Chad Boseman, who I believe most recently played James, uh, 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 uh no, Robinson, uh, uh, Jackie Robinson. Oh, yes, and, in 42. And, hit me. Oh, yes, the James Brown. James Brown. Biopic. That's why I was trying to call him James Robinson, because the last, he, he his played, last two big roles were Jackie Chadwick, Robinson Chadwick Boseman has played every historically important black man recently. Uh-huh. Well, I read a whole article about that, how, like, hey, you know, there there are good parts for black men, but only when it's a biopic, because they can't change the race in production. They can't, the producers can't go, like, I think it's more marketable if it's white, because they're like, no, history says this person's black. Like, did, fine. I right. did love that click hole thing of, like, five Disney princesses reimagined as white Caucasian, people. And yes. it's like, uh, that was great. literally only five that aren't. Um, so yeah, it'll spin out of Age of Ultron. I so hope weird. he appears in it. Like, I wonder if well, Ultron will be. Him. I wonder if Ultron will be vibranium. Vibranium can defeat adamantium. Like it can. I've seen it, can, it several uh, times where it can mess with. Yeah, him. yeah, it can totally with. Like it can do some damage. Or if they need to rebuild. Ooh. Then in the, in the tr- Age of Ultron, there's a teaser uh, trailer. In the teaser trailer, his his shield is broken. Yeah, they need more vibranium. Where do they go? Wakanda. I also I was trying to put this in a tweet and I couldn't get it short enough with the point I wanted to make, which was there's so much strong imagery on covers, mm-hmm. like Spider Man with his head busted open or Cap Shield broken 900 times, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. Oh, a movie audience gets to go through that for the first time and actually thinks that something bad's going to happen. And it's well, like, no, he's not going to die. And they're going to get a new shield. Don't worry. Like, Well, same in that teaser footage. Well, it was also in the teaser footage, like, Joss Whedon had the great conversation scene of, like, well, I'll try to lift the hammer. I was like, this is a stock Marvel scene, too, yeah, yeah, but yeah, a fun it one. It's a, No, it has to happen. 
Yeah. You, you can't do these movies and not have Captain right. almost pick That's up the That's the great thing about writing those movies because you like you have 70 years of comics of like what's an iconic moment i can take that but let's mix and match yeah. and it was that's what made the dark it Knight was it so was gifted yeah. so heavily that uh, yeah. moment of cap almost lifting the hammer mm-hmm. it's it great look on hemsworth's face it, and i do have you seen the clip of rdj and captain america chopping wood yeah i is saw it, that one too that like, one is a great that slipped way under the radar for most people yeah well i i kind of wish i didn't see it because it's, they actually talk a lot of plot stuff i'm yeah. like well, this is, this yeah, is I, I too plotty. It, so yeah, but there was a, a great moment, and it has it has a couple of really great moments, and it also is just like these. I bet they could even once they film that scene, they're like, we could have a whole movie of just these two arguing. Like, <laughs> well, we <laughs> yeah. should do. Well, that. that's basically civil war. That, yeah, that's, that's why. I'm that's, that's, that's why, why the clip was sent around. It looked it looked like the precursor to civil war. Is, I love that. Like Chris Evans is gonna is really owning the Cap thing because mm-hmm. that first Cap movie was fine. Mm-hmm. But he was, was the best part. He was the best part, but it was still like, I never got a great Cap sense from mm-hmm. it. It was mm-hmm. just like, here's an adventure and that shield is cool, I guess. But then Winter Soldier was like, here we go. He this was is Captain cappiest. America yeah. kicking ass. And now that movie gets, like, I don't know, you get to see Chris Evans, when I, it's getting to the point when I see Chris Evans and RDJ argue, I mm-hmm. see Captain America and Iron Man arguing. I yeah. stopped seeing them as actors anymore, and I'm finally hmm. believing him as Captain it's America. very sweet of you to say. That's important. Uh, I will a quick plug that, that Snowpiercer is finally on Netflix, oh. and that was like on all of our oh. lists. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's oh, the yeah. Like, and like, like a true cinema artist. I wish I would have, <laughs> but uh, it's <laughs> holding your Chris Evans Captain America baggage and watching him play that character and the decisions yeah. he has to make is really fun, it's by cool. the way. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of the best video game movies ever made. Uh, but I, I went with Black Panther, I saw oh, yeah, a lot sorry. of people saying that they hoped to see... There was a great recent story. Uh, it was written by Jason Aaron, but it was uh, the, the, mm. secret, the secret invasion story where the, the, the Skrulls try to take Wakanda, and he murders the Skrulls, it ends with like one of the best images ever where just at the Wakanda border, he puts a bunch of decapitated scroll corpses at the border and says like, this is what happened. It was just a big sign that like, this is what happens when you try to invade it was, Wakanda. And like, so just reminded me of my- him defending his realm would be a cool thing. I want it to only be in Wakanda. I don't want mm-hmm. him to go to America. I'll be sad if it's Black Panther's adventures in America. Come into America. Here's Marvel. It, it was, it's an easy pitfall to land. The, annou- the Black Panther announcement was one of those reactions I, I've come to hate on Twitter and we need a fucking name for uh, Black Panther I'm like yeah Black Panther and then then you get the follow up cynicism Uh-oh. tweets like how many of you actually know about Black Panther or care or fucking like why don't you fucking re- why don't you relax well, I gotta get on the defensive but also Black Panther is an awesome character this That's, isn't like that. and what I'm saying and from what I've seen of him recently he is a gigantic asshole in almost yeah. everything he's in. And it, well, he's like Batman, except with the pride of a king. So yeah. He's like, I'm smarter than everybody. I could kick well, that's anybody's the thing, though. ass. Like, he gets these comparisons to Batman, but like, I mean, maybe at some point some writers did that. I, I didn't read much ever, but like mm. the last five years I've read a lot that he's been in because like of... New Avengers, he's in well, a new, the, the, the current New Avengers is mm. really good. I, I actually he's like... He's the best part And of he's it. the best. He's practically the lead character at yeah. this point. And it's like, if you want to have some good modern... Black Panther stories, check that out. But then mm-hmm. Secret Invasion, he had a big part in as well. So it's like the last six, seven years, I've read more of him. So I don't really know what I would point to as a 
classic Black Panther story. I have no clue. But Christopher did. Priest had a really great run on mm. it. Like it was Marvel Knights Black Panther. Oh, okay. It was really oh, good. Oh, f- like 04? Yeah, yeah. It was um, really good. Um, uh, and R- Ramita Jr. did the art. Um, Mark Texiera, actually. Really? Yeah. Wait, I'm when was this? you miss it. Now, you're thinking of Reginald Hudlin did one with Ramita in the late 2000s. Early That's 2000s, what I was thinking of. Early what, 2000s, Priest and Texiera did, oh. did a Marvel Knights book. It was awesome because Priest is a really great, funny writer who is black, and he was, mm-hmm. and he was actually kind of mad. They're like, you guys are giving me the Black Panther. I don't want to write Black Panther. I've been dodging Black Panther my whole career. <laughs> he's like, fine, if you want me to write Black Panther, he's a, he's a king, and I'm going to write a story where the American government tries to take it because if there was a rich country in Africa that had shit America wanted, yeah. they would try to invade it. <laughs> I and, swear that's part of the the next... Uh, anyway, whatever. All right. So then, on the on the affirmative action front, I kid. This is... I kid, people. Is Captain Marvel. Yeah. Carol Danvers. Really Captain cool. Marvel. They made it very clear. Yeah, that's This cool. isn't any old... This is Carol Danvers. They're going for it. And I couldn't be happier. Like, I really... I've been a fan of Carol Danvers mm-hmm. as Miss Marvel for a very long time. I she like her She back look. to the 70s. She was a 70s invention by yeah. uh, Chris Claremont. Yeah. And that she's just really awesome. But she... Yeah, she was proud to be Ms. Marvel. She didn't mind, though that's a very, like, 70s name of, like, right. Miss being a empowering word instead of the opposite, which right. I think it is now. And well, but, It was invented to be possessive. But now she's just like, no, I'm Captain Marvel. Like, I right. am I am the Captain Marvel, and she's, like, militaristic in a yeah. way. And, like, she has awesome scenes where, like, like one of my favorite scenes, it was written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is the Captain Marvel writer who has made... Who's made Carol Danvers really matter in the last like mm-hmm. three years? Uh, Kelly Sue wrote uh, a Marvel team up with her and Spider Man, and like this uh, like police officer points a gun at her in some tense situation. He's like, "Hey, lady, get out of here!" He's like, "Don't lady me! I'm a fucking like." She's like, "Don't lady me! I'm a captain! I outrank you a million times!" Like. And that she also like pulls rank with Captain America, where she's like, "No, I'm I'm actually higher than you in the army, so you got to take my, I take my lead." So I'm really I I'm oh. excited to see who they would cast. Yeah, and it's also cool to see I. It's, so it's what's weird. her name There's from no... Battlestar? That seems the, to be that's, the leading. Well, that's that's the internet leading. Yeah, yeah. Starbuck. Okay. Kate Kate something. She the bionic she, woman. No, she has the look like. And mm-hmm. like, no, she I, does. I, I, would, I, would, I would buy her as. I would Captain say Marvel. she may be five years too old for Marvel disaster. Ew, Hank. I'm just saying they like casting young. I mean, by the time that movie comes out, maybe. But she was young in Battlestar, so they like to cast young in ten year to prove for ten years. Like they'd want, I think they would want a woman in their in her mid twenties, probably. Like it's ageism in Hollywood that extends beyond women. Like I'm not saying it's just a woman. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is the only. He's, he's allowed to be, old, to be a fifty-year-old superhero because he's inside a suit, but he, <laughs> sure. he doesn't need to be giant. Chris Evans and, and yeah, Chris Hemsworth—they got to gotta be big. Yeah. Well, same with like uh, I'm betting Chadwick Boseman will be in the best shape of his life. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Haiti Sackoff. Hey, she's my age, Henry. We our birthday right. is less. Then she's Hollywood apart. old now. Oh, she's really? Hollywood old for a woman. Yes, like. That joke of Jenna Maroney having to that she didn't want to be forty because mm-hmm. she would be cast in nothing. That, well, I mean, that is reality. Yeah, I like, think she's. I mean, she's too old. Also, just. I mean, I agree. Like five, ten, like ten years ago, perfect casting. But mm-hmm. like, 
by the time they shoot this thing and get one movie out, like mm. though some people that are, character needs to be like I'm getting my powers. Well, like she needs to be young. Some to people get the are powers. thinking she will be in event. Like they'll have a tease of her in uh, Age of Ultron as well. I assume like, they would. Te- like sh- I'd be surprised if she didn't have some cameo in Guardians. Age of Ultron. Sh- well, yeah, totally. She's spacey. Like yeah. though she's terrestrial but spacey. All right, uh, that's but that's the thing about these announcements. I have a feeling all these characters you might even see as soon as next summer's Age of Ultron. Yeah, if they're that confident I mean, to, to announce if release dates, this and confident names. to announce nine yeah. movies. Like they, the last twenty minutes of Age of Ultron could just be like eight teasers in a row. Mm-hmm. Of just like here's they, this, they here's Ant Man, Black Panther is definitely teased at the end of Age of yeah. Ultron. Well, and then they say that. Thor Ragnarok spins right out of it. Story-wise, comes right out of there. So I imagine in the middle somewhere, you probably will see at least Doctor Strange, at least Ant-Man. Yeah. Well, they haven't cast Strange yet, though. Um, well, they, they, they apparently will very soon. Well, I think they might be announcing it as soon as the Marvel 75th anniversary thing, which will actually air before this episode goes out. God damn it. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the Shield oh, right. time slot. Damn, yeah. I gotta watch that. All right, so then we got so that's July sixth, twenty eighteen. So that's where we'll be in twenty eighteen, guys. God. Then we're gonna skip a twenty eighteen movie, then mm. go on to November second, twenty eighteen, where they're finally Ugh. doing it, the Inhumans movie. That's so crazy. Insane. That is the you thought that's... Guardians of the Galaxy was the bottom of how low they would go <laughs> to grab something like no, it's Inhumans. But that is if it's. That is tickling me in a very great spot. If it's I, really the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver movie, like then I think it'll I, I that gives it more promise. But if they really are just going to have to go like, this is Black Bolt. Here's Medusa. Oh, of course, here's of course they're going to do that. But they need. I think they need. They need Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver probably to in, to, to get you into there because it is so crazy. Yes. Then again, we said the same thing about Guardians. It's of the like it is no no. It's at the at the end of the day. It's only because they're obscure characters. The, mm-hmm. the thing of it is, they're mutants. We've been watching X Men movies for at that point eighteen mm. years. Well, it's it's the royal. The first X Men movie will almost be twenty just, years old. I just it's... looked at that sad, sad date. Hugh Jackman is almost for two decades. Yeah, only notable for Mike Wolverine. But it's and the, man, it's, he was great in Swordfish. But it's I, the um, don't yeah, believe you. But it's the um, it's the royalty of the Inhumans too mm-hmm. that is a little like distancing and black bolt like, come on well it's well and also the, the humans like black bolt medusa lockjaw who's really just like a, he's a he's awesome i can't wait to the see best lockjaw. dog ever but after you say those three who do you say next attila um the attilan is the city they're from oh right okay who's the uniblock with well, the guy who can find everybody's karnak karnak the fish dude triton the uh the dude with cloven hooves goliath no, Gorgon. Gorgon. Gargorn. Those three are Grim losers. Grim Those three are Where did losers. I get losers. Losers. And uh, then you go- got Crystal. Crystal's cool. Crystal's like Crystal. fine. And then, uh, yeah. Well, hell, you got Crystal. Crystal can fall in love with Quicksilver. Yeah, there you they go. You can just do that. Uh, uh, the only dud for me is Gorgon because he is just like some weird Minotaur guy. And, and he can you know, be go- like a not joke. Minotaur, not Minotaur. Like, but he, like, he can just be the comic relief. I, like the moose of, of Yeah, the he's no good. But like Black Bolt, like when he... Black Bolt is Black Bolt is a case of blue balls where the whole movie you'll be waiting for him to say one word mm-hmm. and when he finally says it and destroys everything that's in front of him or some building gets turned to dust it's like that's something again I've waited years and years to see Yes say. really because that's my only it wasn't just I'm Ever since Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I don't have any cause to doubt Marvel's decision what property wants to turn into a movie but Inhumans was one I was like 
Oh, that's the one I didn't want to see. They're the X Men. I think Marvel yeah, they're, does they, see they, that they, as yeah, their they're mutants. As far as the Marvel uni- mm-hmm. movie universe is concerned, the MCU. You go in a magic chamber, mists mm-hmm. get you. They release your inner potential, and you get powers. And there you mm. go. all right, and so then the coup de grace yes. of the like that we thought that's that's enough movies. We're good till 2018. They then took us into 2019 with their Marvel doing what every. Mm-hmm. Film company does with their biggest final film or the capper film, they're splitting it into Avengers Infinity War, part one, mm-hmm. May 4th, 2018, part two, a year later, May 3rd, 2019. Jesus Christ. And that, like, that also Inhumans and Captain Marvel come out in between those two parts. So you yeah. wonder, are they going to. Mm-hmm. How did how did those work with Infinity War? Were they happen yeah, like if there's a big cliffhanger in Infinity War? Like does it happen post that or that is kind of weird? Or? So wait, Captain Marvel and Inhumans. Captain Marvel is July sixth and Inhumans is November second. While meanwhile, Infinity War Part One is May fourth. Right. So yeah, they both that come is in weird. the shadow of that. And that is weird. It's it's confusing. But then and then so then Avengers. Yeah, then Part Two is on May third, and like they. If the name wasn't clear enough already, they show the footage of him holding the of, of Thanos which with is, the gauntlet. Which I'm frankly I'm disappointed they did it this way because I wanted to experience that in a theater. Yeah, I wanted the surprise of like well, him. They never released it officially. Mm-hmm. I, I bet it'll nonetheless be on everyone it saw it. It was so. shown in the theater the one time it was shown, right. but nonetheless, like. They know it's going to leak. Like they can't mm-hmm. control that. And if you did, and I've, I've said that if you do watch that press conference, mm-hmm. uh, that live event, because it, it gave it gave me goosebumps on the level of like a Nintendo E3 from like ten years yeah. ago. Yeah. The, the crowd is going that ape shit. For, yes, yes. No, that it's, was, yeah. yeah. So not a silent moment. And that Marvel made it a big event, unlike DC mm-hmm. of just like here's a slide. This <laughs> is here's our ten next ten movies. Like it is weird that they would go that far because like they have nothing to prove. They have nothing mm-hmm. to like. The ball's in DC's court to show like, well, can you keep up? And it's like they're they've got a plan. Now they got to execute the plan. Well, here's my Marvel own, has no reason to need my, to show their hand for the my next only five issue years. with this is that what we basically did see was a, a stockholder meeting. <laughs> here is That's why you E3 have free press conferences exactly too. Yes. exactly like but but uh, here's our five-year plan your five-year plan is for your businessmen yeah but instead we all got to see it with logos yeah. no well that's that was smart that they got so yeah. much buzz on twitter i mean while dc got like a tenth of that because mm-hmm. they didn't do that they were just like here's what we kind of do let's just keep it between us guys it leaks out anyway it only gives a bunch of views to like the dude who leaked it, not to them. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I can see that. Marvel, Marvel, just they are they've been doing this longer. They know how to do it better than DC. To, to turn into right the leak, now. which they yeah. did with the trailer to, to begin exactly. with. I just don't get why they would go that. Like Ultron hasn't even come out, and you're already going into like why wouldn't you have stopped after like Ragnarok? Mm. Like, yeah. Like why go? Why go all the way right. into, they, they into Inhumans? Of the and... full phase plan ever before the phase had even launched. Yeah, it is true. It, it's weird to go that far. But, but this is like this is they I think announced they can just count movies. on it. They're all going to make money. They know yeah. they're safe. Like, I mean, believe me, this is Infinity Infinity Gauntlet is one of those things where I have yeah. it's no hyperbole. It's not like uh, exaggeration. It's like I have been waiting most of my life, <laughs> like a fantasy where like that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. And 
teased at the end of Avengers 1, I let out some awful noise where Cheryl thought I was mad, and I'm like, no, I don't know. That, that was, was, that was that might have been me, actually, because you went, <laughs> No, Cheryl came up and was like, were you mad? And I'm like, no. I mad, was just like, made some, I made some groaning discharge noise and it was just like what is and that's sort of a, and that's sort of not I don't want I don't want to be well, contrarian and devil's that's the bummer of this whole event is like you didn't know that was happening and you will not walk into another movie for the next half a decade and not and not know what's coming not, and, well it's fun it's fine knowing because it's like it's still a story I already know it's no, just more sure. it's because it's still like knowing it's happening is great it's still mm-hmm. the awe of seeing it is 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 real yeah and, like, also, I, and I have to be in a theater to experience that and you can never not know like tentpole releases take so long to make those movies take so long to make you know every movie ahead of time like that's exactly alright so uh, you know what for time purposes that took so long I don't think we'll have time for a superhero spotlight just consider that one that talk about Captain Marvel I did yes. earlier and Black as, Bolt and Black Bolt is like miniature versions of a superhero spotlight to come. I would totally do Carol Danvers next week. Promise. Unless something more newsworthy happens. I would say go check out the new Captain Marvel series. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the first collection of the newest from number one. And also Ms. Marvel both came out. Like, Oh, yeah. The Kamala Khan. There's great ladies. That's it, really good, too. And by remember, the way, never I, plugged, I'm reading all these on Marvel Unlimited right now. The first four issues of Ms. Marvel are on Unlimited. It's really fun. And um, first two of the new Captain I Marvel. love that she's a fangirl. I really yes, love that. Yes, like that she's, so. she's copying moves of Danvers. And I think, that's a, it. I think that's a really smart way of them to do mm-hmm. it, too, of just, like, here, here's a Muslim woman in America. Like, comic nerds can't identify with that. Oh, but she loves Marvel characters. Like, you can see... this. It's building bridges. We're all to save. All right, so uh, last week's question of the week... What was something you could never convince your friends was any good? Like, of just a comic series, you're like, no, really, check it out. And nobody would do it. And Mine's Invincible. I, Man, I was going to say Aqua until you said uh, comic book. Oh. <laughs> the Shield. The Shield is a tough I, one. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you can't convince me to listen to Aqua. That is totally true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mad Mardigan was the first responder. And he says, first thing that comes to mind is something still rather recent. I was a big fan of Masters of the Universe comic DC put out in 2012. Oh. Granted, the first couple issues were better until the issue delay due to the change in writers. But it's more adult themed uh, and was a cool take on a world that I loved as a kid. None of my friends share that passion, unfortunately. But screw him, He Man is rad as shit. Yeah. Aimbot Master says the 2014 GI Joe Transformers crossover. Huh. And uh, let's keep on going down here to the mat to the, the mat cave. cave. Anything Superman. I'm a huge fan of Superman, and all my friends hate everything about him. Yeah, I know that's that. Uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper says he tried selling his <laughs> sister on Fearless Defenders. My reasoning was that she likes comics. FD was a really good series, and she's gay. <laughs> There's a gay character in that series. At least there was until she got killed off. <laughs> and she really liked Colleen Wig and Misty Knight from Iron Fist. It's, yeah, that seems like the perfect fit for your sister. But it didn't take for some reason. My sister's a weirdo, I guess. Sounds like he tried to turn her straight, too. It's yeah, like, you're gay. You like this gay character. Gayness, gayness, gayness will make you gay like this. Uh, <laughs> that's, I'm saying that somehow at times how that kind of recommendation will sound. Uh, Batman Boy 11 says, It's the older Bond films. I'm a huge fan of 007, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I have a couple friends who care about it 
uh, only care won't care about it beyond the newest entries in theaters. For those friends, uh, I've tried to show them Connery and Dalton films as well as Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Basically, what I and most Bond fans view is the best pre-Craig, and the result is always that's eh, okay, I guess. Or Dude, they I don't are, remember. Was that the one with? They are fucking magic. He's right. Uh, they're. they're I, I. I should revisit. Them. They are magic. I didn't watch them until two years ago. I'd never seen James, any James Bond movies. Started uh, from the beginning. Slain Puddle says. Uh, usually it's Spider-Man. If not, it's Batman or Walking Dead. People don't give the slightest of craps. Apparently, I'm the only idiot who likes Spidey in the Middle East. Oh, wow. So the move, So you should thank us for being one of the reasons Sony is ditching their movie plans. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't sell it to the Middle Eastern audience. Hey, spiders are gross. Japan loves Spider-Man. <laughs> Reminds me of, remember Spider-Man India? Yeah, 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 he's in Spider Verse. He's in Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, totally. They said every Spider Man right. but six. They killed off the amazing friends Spider Man. Every Spider Man but six. Six of the ones they can't legally have, like oh. like the uh, Toho Spider Man, or was it yeah. uh, the the, uh, the, the one with the flying car? Yeah, the right, one with the flying car. Sure. Can't have that one. Okay. Can't have any of the movie Spider Man. Okay, but that's kind of it. I guess I should read this. You really should. It's really weird. Uh, but I can't he imagine can't, like, it made for anybody yeah, else more, other than okay, you. The only you, reason, you expressed interest in Spider-Man India. The only reason no, I, think I just you remember is there. The only reason I think you wouldn't like it is because it is the Morloon family reunion. Oh, it's God. like Morloon plus 20 other Morloons who it. are related to him. I hate that crap. He's, Dan Slott's making him work better, than, but I, I hate Morloon also. I, okay. All right, moving on. I do not think you'll like it. Uh, just a couple more. Sleepy Hollow says Cody Stovall. Oh yeah, I won't watch that show. I watched the first, like I said, like last year I saw the first episode six times because of flights to (laughs) to and from places, and it kept playing in front of me, and it seemed fine. Like (laughs) John Wizzle says, I can't can't equivocally say after six. That's the thing. Like I assume garbage. But it seemed fine. So everything like, seems fine on a plane when you're pumped full of oxygen and have yeah, no other choice. But like, I mean, just the way it was shot and like the horsemen look cool. So I'm like, okay, I would buy that this got okay or good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would buy it. I haven't watched enough to make that call, but I would buy that that it, that it is good. All right, and then uh, Minstron says. Uh, Darkwing Duck. I know it started as a TV show and became a comic, but I've always tried to tell my friends so the show is great and recent comic is great as well. Apparently, that's it's getting a relaunch too. It's being collected and getting a relaunch, perhaps. Oh, the in comic. A yeah. Oh, good. Good. Apparently, that is cool. All right. So those are the questions of the week we're reading this time. I have a good question of the week that we can, All right. we can do quickly. What did you dress as for Halloween? And I want to see it. Um, well, I just put on. Oh yeah, I want to see that from the readers too. Yeah, uh, I just put on the Pac-Man outfit I have in a drawer at work. And so <laughs> just put on that one. I don't. I don't. I don't like the dress. I'm not into it. I, it, like I feel it. uncomfortable. I was very happy with my Speed Racer outfit, which nobody good. got when I I tweeted. Hint: I killed a lot of people in the late '60s, and I, I even like. Nope, it was Speed Racer, and they kept guessing because like no one connected. I thought it was so weird that nobody got. We used that tons of people didn't mm-hmm. get your Speed Racer or. Your lady friend's lamb, lamb chop. chop, which, like, who doesn't... Re- like, uh, that makes me feel so old. Like, I feel like, you remember Howdy Doody? He was very famous. <laughs> yeah, but Lamb Chop was broadcast on television and toured it, up until we were, like, teenagers. So, like, yeah. there's a chance... You- she I don't was know. Still doing that stuff. Till it just it just led me to believe like even people our age like you're just not nostalgic for anything weird. Yeah. And then finally we called an Uber driver and he 
to get to to leave the Halloween party, and he's like, "Hey, lamb chop!" And we're like, "Finally, one fucking one person <laughs> got our costume." And Brett, you... I did Maleficent again because I was lazy and didn't want to get anything else. So. You say lazy, but you put on a shitload of makeup that looks like it didn't come off very easily. No, that's, that was... Well, when I actually got proper makeup removal, mm-hmm. remover pads, like mm-hmm. it came off way easier. I was trying soap and water and it's like... <laughs> see, am I... Yeah, that's good. I want to see what all you guys... Pictures if possible, yeah. guys. Share your I only saw Lone for Stallone who had a group costume. He was George Clooney from Dust Till Dawn and that's something most people don't do. Mm, very that's good. Uh, you know, my question was going to be, where do you think you'll even be in 2019? That, that feels like too are dark you, a question. It feels for, like you're interviewing them for a job. Where do you see yourself in five I years? I thought you were going to punt Stand. and just be, which of those movies do you want to see the most? In, uh, or which one excites you the most? Mo- I, with, I think, honestly, like Black Panther, Black Captain Panther. Marvel. Like, just because they're unknown quantities and I care about those characters. In, in humans are the least. Like, that's the lowest. I'm probably strange and in humans for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where will we be in 2019? Will we even know each other? Will I will we have kids have, and not want it? Will we even see the movies together? I want to have passed on oh, my consciousness into another even... human being and then no longer be here. <laughs> Is that an option? We have to live. Look, this gives us all reasons to not kill ourselves. True. We can all make oh, it it's to true. 2019. I have to see this hit. But yeah, there's, there's still something. And we're on record stating that stuff like, There'll never be an Avengers movie. They'll never keep their shit together. Yeah. And we finally got it. We keep getting stuff. And I do stay in my head. This will never actually happen. And I'll never live to see it. More it's, than a decade of it now. And now so I've been doing that for like 15 when, years. When it finally concludes, it'll be 11 years mm-hmm. of Marvel movies. <sighs> anyway, so yeah. Costume shared in the forum page for this week's uh, Question of the Week on LazerTimePodcast.com. Plugs? Plugs. I just want to thank everybody for supporting the commentary packs. Yes, Everybody thank you. should have access for the people still having trouble. We can kind of work stuff. Well, here's the thing. Don't email the email link because I'll never answer that. And I've seen that a couple of you have done that. What should they email if they have problems? Uh, nothing. Just find me on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> okay. Um, You'll no... figure it out. You're very good customer service. No, I don't want to do customer service. I'd actually... <laughs> At all. Like, if you send me, if you're having problems and I can't figure them out in a second, I will just give you a refund because it's, it is not worth me troubleshooting why you can't figure out how to use Google Drive. Uh, Try Googling it first. How about that? And then we'll never do this again. <laughs> uh, uh, also, there was a new episode of Cheap Popcast, the uh, pro wrestling oh, no, podcast. I, I wanted to say every, uh, no plugs really, but I wanted to say, give everybody a homework assignment. Oh. If you haven't yet already, just uh, if, you're, if, you, if you listen to the show on iTunes, give a rating. Not yeah. a review. Just give a rating. That's your homework assignment on any of the Laser Time shows. Five stars, four stars, anything else other than that. I can't imagine we'd earn anything below that. But uh, yeah, that's that's the homework assignment. Just give a, give a little star. Yeah. All right. Don't cost nothing. Well, Brett, you just finished a whole month. Yeah. VGEmpire.com is the video game music podcast. We just finished the third annual Rocktober, which was all Pokemon episodes. Five goddamn Pokemon episodes. Jesus. Uh, went Game Boy through Game Boy Color to GBA to DS to 3DS and then in a spinoffs episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Check it out. Um, also, yeah, some ratings on iTunes would be great. Yeah, those are those help. And comments uh, always feel great. And comments on the I've, on comments on the page vgempire.com. That is my real gauge. The download numbers are, are good. I'm happy with those. It's more like I just like knowing people got into it at all. Yeah, and also Cheap Popcast, the newest episode of that, where we talk about Hell in the Cell, which Brett, unfortunately, had to miss. It was a fun show. I watched it, like, later. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so, it was fun. yeah, good times. And Video Game Apocalypse, of course, the video game podcast on this Laser Time Network. All right. And until next week, Excelsior. Excelsior.